1: Happy birthday to um, Computer Weekly, which, like Press Gazette, has reached the astonishing age of, for, for a media uh, brand of 50. And I think probably uh, people think it's amazing uh, that, uh, like us, the sort of magazine um, covering the journalism industry has reached that great age, you know, and if anyone has had as many challenges as us, it must be a magazine that covers the, com- the computer industry, I would guess. So, I mean, sort of first up, really, how have you managed it? Have you... Have, <laughs> <laughs> has Computer Weekly sort of managed to make it make it through when lots of other titles have gone, haven't they, that, yeah. that would have been around, when, you know, 10 to 10 years ago? So. Well, yeah, absolutely,
2: yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, getting to 50 years as a, as a, as a technology publication is obviously something we're you know, enormously proud of. Um, you know, when we launched in September '66. Uh, Computer Weekly was the, the world's first weekly technology newspaper. Um, we weren't the first technology publication. I mean, we, we, we were spun out of a, a, a quarterly magazine at that time um, by somebody who, who sort of a smart editor, Chris Hipwell, who um, uh, you know realised there was enough things going on in the in the IT industry uh, now that they could probably justify doing something writing, writing news every week. Yeah. Um, and in, in that fifty years, we, you know, we, we've seen a lot of. Uh, other technology publications come and go during that period of time. Um, I remember when I first came into tech journalism in 2000. It was sort of just just before the dot com crash. It was when the dot com was at peak, and right. um, you know all the all the traditional old print brands like computer like computer weekly. Everybody assumed yeah they were they were dying. They they were on they were on their way out. Everybody was going to these fantastic new websites, um, and um, you know here we are still 16 years later. Um, Six years later, later, on from from that, where a lot of those whizzy grey websites have, have since disappeared. Mm. Um, so it's been a, it's it's been a, a, a you know as you say a huge challenge and a, 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 a really interesting time to go through because one of the great ironies, if you like, about working on Computer Weekly is you know we're writing every week about how technology is changing business sectors, changing the way we work, changing individual companies and. Mm you know, yet during that time, particularly over the last 10 years, being in the media industry, where we've, we've been in the middle of the sector that's been going through the greatest yeah. technology-induced change, arguably, of any, of any other. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, the, we very much follow, you know, followed the, the same waves as most people did for, for, for a lot of that period of time. Um, I mean, probably the period, you know, you probably... If you, if you try to start the story of that period of change, you would probably go back to sort of late nineteen nineties, when which was sort of the heyday of of print for Computer Weekly, when all our you know all our uh, the majority of our revenue came from recruitment advertising, and you know any of our readers who were, who have been around that long will remember you know Computer Weekly used to literally land with a thud on their desks yes. every week with we like hundred pages of, of print advertising. Um, uh, so pr- uh, print recruitment advertising uh, in there because it was, it was the place you went to to, to get a job. Um, happy days. Happy days <laughs> Yes, and you know those are the days when the sales team literally, you know, s- sat by the fax machine watching the orders come flooding in. You know, um, and then obviously that you know that market recruitment advertising disappeared very quickly once uh, online. Recruitment advertising really came in and took over after about two thousand one, two thousand two, yeah. um, and, and all. Yeah, we, we you know we were a, a classic controlled circulation publication at that time, and, and uh, when the recruitment ads went, all the effort went into into display advertising, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, as we we went through. A, Computer Weekly went through a period where it launched a, a standalone website with a different, a different branding cool. called cw360.com, right, yeah. um, which, again, a lot of publications did that time, thinking they needed a different brand for, for online. Yeah. And I'm sure somebody probably thought, yeah, you can't have something called Computer Weekly as a website. Yeah. Um, uh, that experiment proved to be fairly short-lived as well. Um, they eventually came back to computerweekly.com as a, as, as a website during the two thousands, we followed the same trends that a lot of uh, the sort of classic controlled circulation publications went to. Display advertising was on a was on a relatively accelerated decline as advertisers started putting all their money into the in, into the into the web because uh, it was obviously more measurable and all that sort of thing. Um, and so while our website traffic was was going up and we we're delivering more and more mm. page impressions, um, but yeah, we inevitably, you know, we we got to a point where, uh, you know, I think it was starting to become pretty obvious that um, display advertising, online display advertising wasn't going to replace print, dis- print display advertising in terms of revenue numbers, yeah. um, as many people are still, fi- still finding now. Um, and, w- and when I came in as editor, in, when I joined Computer Weekly's editor in 2009, um, I mean, I was I was I was brought in, you know, with a, a very specific remit saying, you know, we need to we need to make Computer Weekly an, an all digital publication. Print's not not got much time left in it. You know, we're on a path to find a to, to find a new business model um, uh, and, and a way to try and continue to be successful as a as a as a digital publication because so far everything we've tried hasn't really has really worked. Yeah, um, and. The sort of the, the the model that we were that we uh, developed, or the principle behind the model that we developed was really trying to take the best of control surf and the best of and the best of the web. So in, in that in that control surf days, we you know we 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 knew exactly who our readers were. Yeah. You know we had a huge amount of information about them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they got a magazine in a in a plastic bag, landing on their desk every week. We had obviously no idea yeah. if they took the publication out of the plastic bag or what articles they read or how many articles they read. We know exactly how they were. Yeah. Um, as the as the web developed, obviously, it um, came as a great shock to many journalists that, you know the, the brutality of, uh, of web analytics and knowing exactly what stories were being, being read and which stories weren't weren't being read yeah. and how many people were reading them. Um, so suddenly, we had all this information about who all our, you know, what all our readers were doing and what they were reading, but we had no idea who those who those readers were. Yeah. Um, so the you know the you know the principle that we adopted in terms of trying to become a digital publication was to combine the best of both. If, if we can if we can gather demographic information, the demographic information about our readers and the, the you know the activity data about what they're actually doing and combine that. Then there's information there that is is hugely valuable to technology companies trying to market to yeah. to, to to that audience. Yeah. Um, so you know, the, you know these days where you know. Uh, a part of that transition was being bought by Tech Target in 2011. We, we started on that path in Reed, yeah. um, uh, and when we were bought by Tech Target, Tech Target had been as a had always been an internet-only company, yeah. um, and it had been developing a, a business model very much along those lines. So when they bought Computer Weekly, we, we plugged into that yeah. quite nicely. Um, so effectively today, you know, our, our business model, as part of the Tech Target group, is we're basically a data analytics business. So you know we are we are effectively uh, selling data to technology vendors um, to help them to to help them in their marketing and to help them identify um, potential leads for what they're for what they're trying to do. Um, so you know to give you a to give you a, a simple example, of the sort of thing that we, that we could do now, for example, is if we know if if a, if a big IT company comes to us and says. You know, we've got a marketing campaign going on for this particular technology or this particular product that we're that we're, that we're pushing at the moment. Um, you know, among the sort of things we can do is uh, if we notice that you know, very big bank PLC that um, uh, their employees who are registered members of our of our website um, are suddenly reading um, a lot more informa- a lot more stories on this particular topic. It's pretty certain, and that's because they're, they've got an interest in that topic, and they're researching it because there's a, a, a buying process going on. So we can use that we can use that information to identify individuals and, and, and organisations that are very likely to be uh, more enthusiastic leads for a particular um, for a particular technology or a particular product area, um, and then we provide tools to our clients Individuals more effectively
1: and, and as far as the readers are concerned they're sort of content with the transaction, are they? I guess that they kind of they're, they're exchanging their personal information in exchange of getting a kind of free, free website Yeah, oh, and that, you know, that, you know, at that point is, is that, you know, that's the,
2: a really good question because that's the point where the quality of the journalism comes in yeah. So from, a, from a, a journalistic perspective in terms of how, how things have changed for us in that transition is interesting as well. Um, all all you know, m- m- most most of the content on our website is, is free to air. It's conventional free to air, and we we, you know, we do still run display ads, obviously. Um, but um, you know, that display advertising online is, is is not our major source of income. It's you know less than thirty percent, I think. I'm not sure the exact figures, but um, of, of, of our revenue. Um, so you know, everything is there for free, but there is there is some premium content that you need to register for which is typically you know in very particularly long form or, or, or in-depth content. Um, all, all, all our readers are smart enough to know that if they fill in a form on the web and tick the box at the bottom to say I allow you to market to me yeah. that that means they're going to be getting marketing emails from us and from, 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 from IT companies. Yeah. So from an editorial perspective um, we the sort of, we need to have the sort of relationship with our audience that they know that if they give us all that information, the content they're going to get on the other side of that registration wall is going to be good. Is going to be good enough and uh, worthy enough yeah. for what they know is going to is going to come next in in marketing terms. So that places a you know a, a real premium on our journalism in terms of of doing really good, high quality, in depth lots of context lots of analysis um, in, in what we do because that's the heart of the engagement that we have with being able to uh, engage with those readers and ultimately make money out of the fact that they're, that they're buying from us
1: Do you think the um, the journalism um, in some cases can be better now than it was um, when you were in a, a big uh, tw- when you are a big weekly uh, B2B magazine where people are buying it yeah. actually for the book Receiving it actually for the jobs as much as anything, yeah. as much as the editorial content, we're honest. But now, now you're purely getting those readers on the
2: editorial. Do you think uh, that makes the character make journalism a bit sharper? Oh, I think, so. I think definitely, yeah. I, mean, I, I think without a doubt. Um, you know, I mean, there, there, there's differences in, 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 in the print days. You know, you know, the average journalist on a, on a weekly title like Computer Weekly 15 years ago was m- m- writing maybe. At most three or four articles a week, something like that you know the, you know these days a journalist on my team is is probably is probably writing you know nine or ten articles a week, um, sometimes more sometimes sometimes a, sometimes a few less um, but yeah you know, people are you know the nature of the web obviously is that people are engaging with us specifically because they want to read an article typically or they want to find out the, the news headlines on a on a particular day um you know, in the print days I mean I would walk around IT departments in those days and there would be copies of Computer Weekly and its competitors you know left by the coffee machine left by the photocopier that sort of thing and it's the sort of thing people would pick up and flick through or you'd see them on the train in an evening have a little flick through it and then they'd pick up on a couple of headlines and that sort of thing Um but I certainly find that you know the, the engagement we get with readers online now is a lot more our, our, you know regular readers who I talk to tend to remember our, our, our articles a lot more than they used to when they were when they were reading them in, in print um, because there is a bit more of that conscious effort made on their part I think to to decide to read it and to choose what they to choose what they want to read um, rather than just reading something because it turns up on their desk every week and it's what it's what we chose to send them that week.
1: So the kind of, um, the counterintuitive thing about it all for me, uh, quite surprising, is the fact that Computer Weekly lives on as a magazine in this uh, weekly PDF <laughs> yeah. uh, version. So just as it, ever, as it ever was, the only difference being it's not printed, it's, um, it, it, it's a PDF version. How, how why, why does that work? It's kind of, you know, it's in this age of uh, apps and, yeah. you know, whizzy digital magazines, that just something simple
2: like a PDF Yeah, I mean, you know, the engagement we get with with that is still is still fantastic. I mean, we, you know, because of the because of the different cost model, obviously, we we have a much bigger subscription base now for that. I mean, our last ever print issue went out to I think about ninety thousand people. Um, The weekly PDF now goes out to about around about two hundred thousand in in the UK. Um, We also now have. You know, again, because the, the economics now allow us to, to do it, we have regional versions of Computer Weekly as well. So that we have Computer Weekly for the Nordics, one for Benelux, one for Southeast Asia, one for the Middle East, one for Australia and New Zealand, um, which go out. And, you know, some of those are monthly and some of those are quarterly. Um, but uh, you know, and, and across all those, across all of those, all of those different um, magazines again i don 't know if it's me of the exact figure because it tends to fluctuate, but it 's sort of three hundred to four hundred thousand subscribers in total across all of those different all those different magazines um, i 've never once had a reader say to me, "Why do you send me a PDF and not not something more flashy or <laughs> app based and that sort of thing and I think most of them. You know, most of them just seem to like it because it, it's easy, it's downloadable, it, it's portable, it works on a PC, it works on a on, on a tablet, it just about works on a decent sized smartphone screen. Although I just you know, the vast majority of smartphone readers will be on the website rather than on, on, on the PDF. Um, but it, it's it, yeah, I think the simplicity of it still still has a place. Um, and it, it and it, it works. It's, we don't we don't sell advertising in it anymore. So it's it's purely editorial in there. There's no pages of advertising within that that magazine anymore. Um, when when our readers are when our readers are sent an email and go to download it, um, it's presented to them in a way that has adverts on screen around it. Excuse me, I've to cough. Um, uh, and again, we we are you know generating. Um, usage data from the downloads, so the data from which we we d- use the data analytics to to um, make money out of it.
1: It's the same, same business model. It's the information about the readers and what they do. Yeah. You, so how many have you got in the team now in terms of uh, journalists?
2: There's 18 of us yeah. in total, um, which is great. I mean, and that's you know, one, you know, one of the. One of the very best things for me as the editor when we came into Tech Target was um, I went from overnight from having conversations that had been having in Reed inevitably about managing decline and cutting costs, um, into you know a growing smart digital publisher with a clever bit with a clever business model where the conversations were about growth and expansion and innovation and new products. Um, when we when when we when we came over from Reed, if I remember rightly. And uh, there were, I think, it was ten of us, ten journalists that came over, and say now, now there's uh, now there's eighteen of us. Uh, so you know they they they've invested in our in our journalism, um, and um, not many publications got bigger over the last five years. No, you know? indeed, yeah, um, and uh, you know obviously we've had to deliver the results to be able to do that, and you know in that in that time since we were bought by, by Tech Target, our, our website traffic has pretty much doubled. Um, you know we, we're, we've launched so many different new products during that time I've, I've, met, I've mentioned some in, in terms of some of these um, uh, international magazines that that, that that we're doing now um, and computer weekly has grown in that time to become um, not just tech targets main UK publication but also now tech targets main uh, brand for targeting um international English speaking international audiences outside the Americas you know one of the core tenets that makes that I think makes our journalism successful um, is that you know the, the, you know the best journalism even in this, these all digital days, is, is still about who you know. It's still about having a great contacts book. Um, it's still about you know having, having the relationships with people and, the, and the, the, the trust with those with those contacts to be able to uh, find out uh, find out information from them. And that's something that you know we, we place a, a massive premium uh, on, on that on, on developing those developing those sort of contacts. Um, you know, we, we went through a period in the. In the late 2000s, like a lot of like a lot of websites have done, and, and some still do, where you know the, the prevailing uh, attitude was that you have to write as many as many stories as you humanly possibly can. Uh, that nobody likes to read long form content; they only ever read 200 words at a time. So you've got to write you know as many 200 word pieces as a day as you can, so that you're going to be all over Google search. Um, you know, after I came in, we we, we went in deliberately went in completely opposite direction and we said you know no, we're going back to basics we're, we're going to focus on depth and context and analysis and top quality contacts to get stories that other, that, that, that other people don't um, and over time our audience has absolutely responded to that you know we, we, we found that where you're doing really good high quality content lots of exclusives well informed very knowledgeable our readers want to read more and more of that um, and that's where, that's where our growth has come from by doing really good in depth content not by doing as many as many short news stories as we humanly really possibly can.
1: Well brilliant. Well look thanks very much uh, for all that. <laughs> great to uh, great to hear Computer Weekly's doing so well yep. after fifty years and yeah long may it continue.
2: Thank you man I certainly hope so. <laughs>